Money FM 89.3, best of weekends. This past week saw the passing of uh, one of Singapore's great sportswomen, Annabelle Pennefather. And she was, of course, a, a Singapore hockey player and a real legend in the sports community because of who she was and how she mentored people and, and all of the great things uh, she did. And joining us on the line, we have two of her for our teammates and friends for many years, Men- Melanie Martins, uh, who is an educator here, as well as Lim Sok B, a former major in the Singapore uh, SAF. And ladies, welcome. Uh, good morning on this a somber occasion, but one that we celebrate uh, the life of such an amazing woman. Good morning to you both. Good morning, Glenn. Hey, good morning to you. Melanie, let's let's go ahead and start with you and and uh, tell us about you. Tell us about Annabelle Pennefather. Who who was she as a as a sportswoman and and as a person uh, from your experience with her? Well, there's so much to say, but most of it you've read in the papers about how accomplished she was, the first woman to break the glass ceiling in so many domains of life. But as I know her, Annabelle was my captain when I first broke onto the national scene in, in hockey in 1974. I was 14, she was about 27, my goodness, and she took me under her wing. And um, it wasn't easy playing international hockey, but um, Annabelle was there, you know, in her usual way. Um, nothing flustered her, calm, collected, and very imposing, actually, in a very peaceful way. So that was Annabelle playing alongside her, training alongside her. When you pl- play against her in the domestic league, that's a different story, okay? So, yeah, she wasn't, she wasn't the quickest of players, as we all said. And I thought, you know, when I was younger, you know, my, my young, brash youth, yeah, I know that I can easily run past her. But, yeah, Annabelle, had, Annabelle was very good at uh, reading the game. So, positionally, she'd be in that position, and I'd be really frustrated um, with her. And it was always a good game playing against her. So, I never wanted to play against her because mainly she had this, very powerful hit, and a few times it connected with my ankle and shin. So um, I'd rather take the long route around her rather than face her, you know, one-on-one. So those are my experiences of her, but always... And then when I worked with her in the Singapore Hockey Association, um, you know, on the committees, uh, I wasn't there a lot, but when I did work with her, you know, Annabelle at meetings, she's confident, she's very sure of herself, very competent, and um, never lost her cool. You can have a difference of opinion with Annabelle. And she never takes it personally. And even even up to now with social media, etc., um, she would never take it to social media. It would always be in a very respectful uh, sphere of, uh, in the meetings. They'd be very respectful. And you could always know when Annabelle was like um, sharpening her claws or getting ready for the kill because she'd never lose her temper, you know. She would just um, tilt her head to one side. Her shoulder will come up. Her chin goes mm-hmm. down into her chest a little bit. She'll flick her pen and then she'll, in a very calm, genteel manner, put across her point of view. And sometimes, you know, some people say you go in feeling like $20, but by the time you finish with Annabelle, she puts you correct, you come out feeling like 20 cents, but, you know, you don't realize it. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. This is a question for Sock B. I mean, it's often said in Singapore that you cannot make a career out of sports. Annabelle Penafather completely blew that myth out of the water. I mean, it's often focused uh, the focus is often on her career as an administrator, as a leader in sports. But, of course, she was a very, very good hockey player as well, as Melanie alluded to there. So I would say, what what qualities or skills do you think she developed as a hockey player? Coming from such a good stock, you know, a father, Percy, he captained Singapore's hockey team at the 1956 Olympic Games. The mother, of course, was, Ruth, was a former national player. What qualities do you think she had as an athlete that served her well as an administrator? 
Okay, so for me, I you know I've known her actually when I first started to know her. Um, I was the honsec at uh, the Singapore Women's Hockey Association then, right? And um, what she showed was leadership mm. because when she believes in something, she actually carries it through to fruition, and that's something that I think uh, you know Singapore Women's Hockey owe it to her, especially um, the years. You know the the years of practice, the years of um, contribution that she's uh, put in. So um, I would like to point out that you know one particular area was her silent, generous support of the team, mm. which most players do not get to see. Mm. So those days when the grants from uh, Singapore Sports Council were not that generous, okay, um, in order to put us in good state to be able to win um, the SEA Games, she actually took uh, entirely on her own resources to hire a coach for us. Some of the players had to quit their job in order to train for the SEA Games. She actually gave them money when they uh, could not uh, hold a job. Out of her own pocket? Yes, out of her own pocket. So that's true leadership you know, if you ask me. And can I just right? in, can I just jump in? What, what which Sea Games was this? Sea Games, nineteen ninety three. The one that you actually won the gold for. She she paid out of her own pocket to help the players get through, and you ended up winning go- the gold medal. Yeah, and hiring the coach. You know, I because the the grant from from Singapore Sports Sports Council is definitely not enough to pay for an international coach. Fantastic. And Melanie Martins, yeah. that was the Sea Games uh, where you scored the winning goal, was it not? Yeah, and actually, um, you know, everybody and everybody says, "Oh, it's Melanie. She scored the winning goal." It was a it's mm-hmm. a bloody good team effort. But the one thing I want to say is, I wouldn't have been able to do that under that much pressure if it wasn't for Annabelle. If you trace it really back, mm. she put as Top says, she put all that money in. She brought Margaret Pierce. You know, we were not mm. supposed to get P- Peter Usher, the Canadian sports site, because Singapore was uh, the Singapore women's hockey team. We didn't do so well in Beijing in 1990, the Asian Games. Mm. So we got a lot of flag in the press. And, you know, and we weren't the top-tier teams that Peter Usher was supposed to go to. But, you know, Annabelle tilted her head, dropped her shoulder, <laughs> you know, and she, she got us Peter Usher. And if it wasn't for Peter Usher, I owe whoever I am today because of the mental skills that he brought to the game. And in that pressure situation, if Peter Usher didn't show me all the various ways in which to... Uh, do goal setting, imagination, visualization. This is a shout out to Edgar Tham as well. Um, I wouldn't have been able to, to put that, that penalty in. And the only reason why Peter Usher was with us was because of Annabelle. And, you know, everybody says, oh, Annabelle was all these things yes, accomplished. But more than anything, this was a person who was so passionate, right? She, and as somebody said, she's a leader. And that's what leaders are. They role model. Mm-hmm. They don't have to have everything up front. Um, she, she used mm-hmm. everything that she was all her skills, all her competencies, mm. and she did it. She led in front. She led by the side. She led behind. She was mm. just an amazing leader. Absolutely, and that's what she Absolutely. did. And we won the Sea Games gold medal not because of Melanie Martins, mm. you know, putting mm. the goal. It was a mm. team effort. Peter mm-hmm. Usher, Margaret Pierce, and Annabelle mm. Pennyfather. Oh, that's great. Behind We're, it all. We're speaking with Melanie Martins and Lim Sokbi, who both were good friends of uh, Annabelle Pennefather, who, of course, uh, passed away earlier this last week. Yeah. And, and uh, Sokbi, you know, one of the things that we've, we've 
talked about, both of you have talked about this, this uh, in this conversation, is her sort of quiet power. And both Neil and I yes. met Annabelle several times over the years on a, on a more casual basis, so we didn't know her that well. But um, that certainly struck me the, the several times that I met her. She was very unassuming, uh, you know, the way she introduced herself. She wasn't Absolutely. braggadocious in any way, shape, or mm-hmm. form. Does that really some kind of sum up who she was as a person? Yeah, exactly. And I would like to add that, you know, um, given given people like us who are just in the team and all this, and then her silent support is so crucial because players would um, miraculously, magically appear, for, uh, you know, from overseas. They got brought back in for test matches, for training, for the preparation for SEA Games. And we, the players don't even know. And she brought them back. On her, on her own expenses. So I, I must say that she's one person who really put her money where her mouth was. Well, here's a question for both of you. Maybe, Melanie, you can go first. I'm interested in the, the number of glass ceilings she smashed through. I mean, just to highlight a couple, um, 1999, she became the first woman to be co-opted into the executive committee of the Singapore National Olympic Council. In 2002, she became one of its vice presidents. She was also the first female president of the Singapore Hockey Federation from 2004 mm-hmm. to 2012. Then she became Singapore's first woman uh, chef de mission at the Commonwealth Games in 2002 and then again at the Olympics in 2004. So my question to both of you, maybe Melanie first, is did she take these responsibilities uh, seriously as a woman? Did she really acknowledge at the time what she was doing as an inspirational role model for women in Singapore? Um, if, if I am correct about, and, and I know Annabelle in certain contexts, not everything, but so the person that I know, yes, I think she knew exactly what she was doing. And it was for her, because she, when she spoke to me, it was often about women and girls. Come on, let's see how much mm. we can show women Absolutely. and girls what they can do, um, what their potential mm. is. It doesn't matter that you have to be the top lawyer in the world or whatever. Mm. Wherever you are, be a leader wherever you are. And that was the message I, I got from her, that women, we don't have to shy away, be somebody else. Mm. Um, take on certain, you know, masculine qualities for a job. Just be who you are, and she is going to help you. She did a lot of work with the Infant Jesus uh, Schools, the board, you know, and she helped with, with all the um, underprivileged girls. And, I mean, the fact that she's got this sports scheme going on at the Eurasian Association and all, especially for women and for girls, shows you that Annabelle knew exactly what she was. Annabelle did not do anything by chance. She planned it all. And because of her values and her beliefs and philosophy and being very other-centered, um, I would never say it was that selfish. It was because she wanted to, to show women and girls what was possible. And Sok B, as, as the first woman yeah, yourself I totally, to... Com- go on, carry on. I, I totally echo, uh, echo what Mel said. And uh, in addition, really, I think uh, the quality of uh, women in hockey by itself could already attest to um, the role model that she is, that she has been for us. And, and if I can just uh, f- 
close out this discussion thinking forward a little bit about the the future of professional sports in Singapore. A lot has been said about how Singapore doesn't have uh, as much of a sporting culture as as other nations do. Um, what what more will Singapore, based on what Annabelle and you two and others have done, uh, what more needs to be done to really make this a nation where people could actually have a professional career in in the sport of their choice. Where are we now? Um, Melanie, let's start with you. And, and what what's a step or two that needs to be done to take us even into that next step? Because I'm in education a lot and, and I, I think I have enough experience on the ground, working with the ground, I think the steps are already there. Um, sport SG are doing fabulously well. I think it has to start in the community. It has to start with families. And yeah, so we're a little bit behind in that, you know, compared to let's say Australia and the Dutch, etc. But I can see the the structure being put into place, uh, etc. What we need there now is just good, strong administration at the various levels, not just at the NSAs, but even down at the communities. And what I find so heartening and positive is that Sport SG uh, is putting that all into place. Sometimes it's not very obvious, uh, you know, because it doesn't get highlighted in the mainstream press. But at my level, I can see the, the workings and the beginnings. So I think we're on the right track. It may take time, um, but we're getting there. At least the structure is in place. Yeah, Sakbi, what do you think about that? Mm. So I think generally, uh, not just, I would see from not just uh, playing in, in a sport, but being involved in sports administration, being involved in um, key roles, leadership roles uh, in, in the sport team is just as important. And so the whole experience and the whole support that we get, the whole infrastructure that we have, uh, certainly would allow someone like us to be able to not just excel in sports, but in every aspect of our life. So if we were to look at um, a lot of our sportsmen, um, eventually uh, when they hang up their boots or hang up their hockey sticks, if you may, accomplish something in life too. All right. Our thanks uh, to both Lim Sok B and Melanie Martins. Uh, giving their tribute to Annabelle Pennyfather uh, uh, as a as a friend, as a co-teammate, and also as an associate in the sports community. Thanks, ladies, to both of you for being on this morning and sharing your insights with us. Thank you for having us on. Thank you. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.